All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With podcast, you get to keep up with the culture. With this Up There podcast, you get more. More, more, Thank you for watching another episode of It's Up There Podcast with your boy Luna Luciano. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of the fastest growing podcast on the market right now. Uh, we growing, man. And um, I can only say thank you to the people that's involved in the, in the movement, especially at these early stages. Um, you know, we at war. You understand me? We at war, man. And we face we face a um, an industry full of a machine that's um that a lot of a lot of people don't get you know a chance to be a part of you know what i'm saying so we we want to make this uh information more easier to be out there you know what i'm saying and uh more accessible to people uh that may can spark the change or may can figure out how to tap into what a stream is worth or, or some of these other things and just game i like to touch on um if you are looking at the video version of this podcast and you want to hear the audio version or you want to support me in that way, um, you, you go to wherever you find podcasts and you put in this up there podcast with Looney and um, we'll definitely pop up. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast and um, you want to 
you know, check out the video and see what's going on. Then you head over to FOGFO TV on YouTube. And um and um and then that's where you will be able to see, you know, and um you can support me in that way as well, especially over there with that being such a big platform. Um people tend to you know, when I get in there, cause they they starting to, you know, tag me and things, right? And so my opinion, and a lot of times go against what people would say is uh, the going thing that people are saying right then. And so I'm met with some resistance, and of course I know how to, you know, navigate around those things. So then next thing you know, people go to mentioning things that um that I really don't appreciate on the internet you know they ask me about my subscribers and things like that and i i get you know i get i get thoroughly confused but anyway we'll get to the show um also right now uh i got a project out dead ball deluxe album available on itunes everywhere go ahead i ain't gonna spend no lot of time on it simply because i understand that those of you that follow the movement, you understand it's out. Um, but the deluxe is deep, man. It's hard, man. I got the video spoiled me about to come out on World Star. Um, I got never gave up on God Love Me. Uh added up. Bunch of videos about to drop and then on six twenty seven I'ma drop again. Um and so just 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 punching at the rap game, you know, just punching at the rap game as I should. Um and doing that, man. So, so just tune in for that. But um, the first thing we're gonna get into today um, is the Kanye and Kim situation. You know, people been asking me long talk about it, long talk about it, and I just had been forgetting to talk about it. You know, kind of in detail. But I saw this week where it said that Kanye West. Has uh, allegedly cut off all communication with Kim, and said, "You know, if you if you need to speak to me, go through my security respectfully." You know, um, I think you know when you look at relationships and, and you and you put yourself in a situation to love and 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 go deep with it and fuck with somebody for years and and allow them to be a part of your everyday life and make. You know, allow them to be a part of what regular is to you. You know, the more time you spend with somebody and the more that they are instrumental in your life, that becomes what's normal uh, to you and for you, man. And so sometimes it makes it harder to make those tough decisions. Um, and when something like that goes viral, you know, and people go to talking about that, you got to look at that for what it's worth, you know, Um for me, in understanding relationships and understanding what they're about, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just saying this. It's like, uh, you know, when, when you're dealing with a man, when, you, when you're dealing with a guy who really loves you. And so, first of all, we got to understand the difference between just someone just having sex with you and then someone showing you love and really loving you. So, sometimes I hate to go there, man, because it, it, gets, it gets slippery for people. You understand, and oftentimes they 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 uh, associate sex with love, right? They don't understand. Ain't for me, love is not sex. Sex is a part of love. 
But you got to follow me as I break these kind of things down. You see what I'm saying? Six is a part of love, but love ain't six, right? When a person uh, shares, again, it's just a access. They give access to themselves, mind, body, and soul, right? They give access to themselves, whether that be men or women. I think that women fall in love too early and men fall in love too late. You know, I think that women fall in love too early and then men fall in love too late. Um, When you deal with a guy, though, and he gives you that level of access, the worst thing you can do is let him enter recovery mode. You see, and I think that's what Kanye West is now doing. I think Kanye West is entering recovery mode. You understand which is now I've made my decision. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to, you know, for whatever reason, you want to play. And, and I want to advance the conversation and get off of them. But, hey, man, listen. When a nigga make a decision like that and say, listen, I ain't, the communication is cut off. When he do that to you, what he's saying is, I'm now, now I'm going into hibernation to recover. But when I pop back out, you won't mean anything to me outside of what you, you know. What you warrant being being mean, meant to me, you know, some kids involved, like the mother of my child or something like that. But, you know, when, when we talk about just from a relationship standpoint or a lovey standpoint, it's only so much a nigga going to take. You understand? And I always say that sometimes women have a problem with closing the fight. They rock a man, got him on his, to- on his toe, but right when he finna come on in with the proposal... Some kind of way things go left. You got to be able to close the fight, man. You know what I'm saying? And even for guys, when when you think you got, you know, uh, 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 when, when, you, when you got a feeling you and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you mean what you say, you know what I'm saying? You got to know how to close the fight and don't miss the fight up in the fourth, I mean, the 12th round. Don't blow the game in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? But in a way, the worst thing you can do for a man, man, is let him enter in recovery mode. You know what I'm saying? And um, because what that what that means is he's made a decision consciously to, to wipe out everything that was. To start from the bottom. And he's comfortable with it. See, it's a different thing going way back to the bottom and regretting it. Sometimes people do that, but when, oftentimes when a man make a decision to say, you know what, I'm done with that. Sometimes he doesn't, he done, you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, he done weighed it up and he's okay with going our way to the bottom. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of times, man, um, a lot of times that, that, that's rough for women to, to handle. You know what I'm saying? Because that old move that used to get him, you know, that old little convo that used to grab him and make him come on in and he you can get him to forgive you if you do this, it don't work on either side no more. It's dead meat. You know what I'm saying? It's ineffective, you know, and um understanding that, man. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, they they got kids involved. I know dude at one point in time expressed a lot of love for her and admiration, man. So I hate to, you know, be seeing things like that. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, 
he don't got no more room to slip. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think makes it a little more, uh, a little more heavy. You know what I mean? He don't got no more room to slip. It ain't like he can, you know. He done already kind of did a few things that questioned things. You know what I'm saying? And so it went from the the headlines being, "Hey, Kim Kardashian is worried about Kanye West." You know, uh, and how he'll take the the situation. You know what I'm saying? Will he take it hard and concerned with his mental health? To he's now cut off all communication. She can contact him through a security. When you're dealing with a man that's made a decision, you're dealing with a determined guy. You're dealing with a different type of animal. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I lo- if I loved you and I tried to do right by you. You understand me? You see, it's a different thing again, and that's a whole that's a whole episode by itself. But when I try to do right by you, you see what I'm saying? Who done right by you? We ain't talking about who just slid over and hit you, you know, for six months. We talking about who done right by you financially, teaching you, holding you down. You understand me? Uh, total a whole bunch of slew of things that you probably couldn't get out of a lot of guys and you probably can't get it out of them not because they ain't willing to give it to you but some most guys don't know how to give it to you they don't know what it is see when you're having money women require almost nothing in a lot of cases and i ain't talking about love i'm talking about just on the dating scene when you got money and you use that as an object and a lot of times, like like guys do, they don't require much from you, you know. Um, and so, it makes you lose that skill set. It, you never develop the skill set to be able to understand how to, you know, wine and dine with the money. And that's what make niggas like me dangerous. You wind and dine and you can do all that with the money. Or you can go the other route. I can go whichever route I'm feeling like going. It don't really. It's a lot of guys that's got those traits and a lot of women that got those traits. So this world will be all right because everybody different. Um, I also want to talk about Andrew Schultz uh, on the Flagrant 2 podcast. Just had Alex Jones. Of course, you know um. You know, like I say, I watched the podcast uh, landscaping. I, I I look at things for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? And let me make sure and fact check myself before I speak about this. Um, because it's important for me to have the right information. You know what I mean? Thursday. Yeah, see? Um, so Andrew Schultz had Alex Jones. For those of you that don't know Alex Jones, um, in white culture, or I wouldn't even say white culture because you know, in I think left, the far left, I think he's he's moved over to that. He kind of like a spokesperson for for people on the far left, um, far as they um. Polit- politics, as far as their politics, you know what I'm saying? And so, very famous guy, man. I think he was doing 10 million views 
within 24 hours when he was, you know, at his peak. He's one of the ones that they banned along with Farrakhan um, and a bunch of other people um, off of uh, Facebook and, and, and all these things. That's why people don't see him as much anymore. Um, only person that kind of ushered him back into the game and touched him because he became radioactive um, because he said some very uh, disparaging things about the, the tragic events that took place in Sandy Hook. For those of you that don't know, do your Googles and, 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 and understand what that was. A very tragic situation, but I think he um, he said some things about that that brought him a lot of fire uh, warranted because uh, he was wrong about such a sensitive topic um, and, and they kind of been using that against him and I'm only putting that in context for you because um, Joe Rogan which again is one of the top not one of the top podcasts in the world um, got him in a situation where he would you know still mess with him because no, really no other platforms that was Moving the needle was giving them a look, right? And Joe Rogan has a podcast where you may see Bernie Sanders, but then you may see Alex Jones, which is what makes it uh, what it is, which is, you know, I think the top grossing podcast, period. Um, but anyway, Alex Jones, so Alex Jones, you know, him and Rogan will do $10 million in a day, easily. $14 million in a day on one platform. And that's just one platform. Again, that's the, that's the podcast analytical talk that a lot of y'all come to get from me. Um, but anyway, uh, you got Alex Jones going over on Andrew Schultz. Now, great interview. A whole lot that they got spoke about. So um, Alex Jones was um, so Alex Jones was only able to uh, get any kind of look from that side of the street which would be joe rogan which is still a very impactful situation he would come on and say these conspiracies and talk about the deep state and you know what i'm saying russians and this and that you know so he's giving that kind of game out and so um andrew shows had him on flagrant too now i asked myself at the beginning which again i've i've, I've stated what andrew shows did he took some of charlemagne's fire like if if we're superheroes he kind of snatched some of his powers from him um well i ain't gonna say snatch i think Charlemagne handed them to him um Charlemagne was playing two sides of the field he was the black man that black power but uh, andrew schultz is his friend so he was able to when he goes down there with andrew andrew's able to say little things that we won't really allow you to say but because you're next to Charlemagne. We feel as though you're vetted, like he he knows you. You know, he kind of gets you a cosign. And, and, you know, people say, Loon, well, you can't talk about that, man, because this and that. I'm, I'm telling you something. I'm giving observations, man. You understand me? Ain't nobody coming to save the day. I ain't dumb and stupid. What I'm doing is I'm peeping game. It's my job to put it down, and it's their job to pick it up. You understand? But anyway, so... First thing I said was, man, why? He's, 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 I think he's now doing the brilliant idiots with Charlemagne just to do it. He has Alex Jones on his show, one of the top interviews, and Charlemagne can speak for, he does it for a living for real on the radio. Segways, this, that, and the third. Why wouldn't you bring Alex Jones the brilliant idiots? Why bring him the flagrant tool and make it a kiki kaka fest? Which I watched it. It was okay. 
you know what I'm saying? But I know he's a he's a he's a comic, so he's he's looking to serve the the, the comedian. He's looking to serve that audience that that's in the comedians and comedy. You know what I think he's not understanding about, and and not that he has to be Rogan, but even with me. You get your kiki kaka, but you I want you to come here to know it's some game being put down. You see what I'm saying? It just ain't no kiki kaka fest where you may get a few jewels. I need you to really understand what the vibrations is when you turn this on. You understand me? So when you when you when you when you think about him and having Alex Jones there when that could have put brilliant idiots on the top. Not on, you know, for that week, download wise. But he did it with Flagrant too. He also went and started an ad company. Charlemagne's hustling too, but Charlemagne sitting next to him is gave him a hell of a push. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like, um, these are just it's just another move of reiterating what I've already said. I go get Alex Jones. I send him across from Akash, which is my guy. I like Akash. I, I like Andrew. I just want to have a conversation. You understand me? You go get Alex Jones and sit him there. He had a, it seemed like they had a blast. Cool. But why not sit him on this platform with, with me and show? I mean, me and Charlemagne. When Charlemagne going to get prepared for Alex Jones, you know, it's still certain interviews Charlemagne to get on this. Yeah, for, you know what I'm saying? And so I just think that struck me as odd, you know, that. You have a podcast with Charlemagne the God, one of the prominent uh, media guys in all of entertainment. You got Alex Jones, one of the most clickbaity dudes ever, far as he going to get the traction, you know. And you got a podcast in Brilliant Idiots that's sustaining its, its audience, right? But it's not no longer growing. We in early 2021, boom, let's pop this and have a real classic interview, you know, um, unless Charlemagne said no, which I don't see him doing that, you know, he, he done sat next to Farrakhan and, and, and all that when it was in the fire, so I don't really see him doing that, um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I just think that was interesting to me. Uh, I wanted to speak on the Kodak Black and Pooh Shiesty thing, you know. And and, and and for those of you that don't know, Kodak Black basically posted something, said said something about Lil Durk and Baby song. Well, I think Lil Baby said, you know, showing money on the grandma invented that one of them. And he just, like, I showed money. He showed a video. Video where he was doing what Pooh Shites and them do, uh, or whatever, and the, and the spreading the money on the arm, right? He was doing that, right? And um, the situation when he posted it, Pooh Shites posted that man like shit lame in hell. You know, I lost all my all my respect. Now stop right there. Two days before that, Kodak Black had, I know, seen what academics posted 
Well, Pooh Shiesty got up under somebody post and said, yeah, I can see me, you, and Kodak on that. It's almost like in this game or the universe or something has has two black men tying towards each other right after a compliment. of. Oh, see, in the, the rap world, that's a compliment. I keep telling you, you got to know what a cosign look like. You got to know what a shout out look like. You understand me? You got to know what a a nigga uh, um, extending the olive branch look like. You understand me? And so Pooh instantly when I forgot who it was posted, but it was some tweet where Pooh got up on it and said, yeah, me, you, and Kodak could be fine on that. Then a day later, this come out. Now, I had already seen this floating around the internet. You know, you know the internet is undefeated, so they're gonna always find something to tie you in. You know, with some, you know, with whatever narrative that the best meme makers want to run with. That's why I'm looking to hire y'all. If you're out there and you see this, I'm looking to hire the best meme makers. I'm already knowing how y'all is shifting things, so yeah, let's get together on that. But, um. It was just a situation where it just struck me as odd. As soon as after Pooh did that, did Kodak Black post this. Now, Pooh to say something back, you know, uh, a tweet about, man, you know, I ain't on the internet with this, man. And I was doing drills when you was rapping and, you know, this and that. And then Kodak now, you know, they go, they go back and forth. But I'm just wondering where the energy come from. He just had reached out. I think Kodak on his y'all didn't fuck with me shit or something. I really don't know. You know, and then it gets slippery. Cause bro from Memphis and then Memphis fuck with Yak. You know, he said yo God in them and Shysta ain't yo God in them, but it's a Memphis thing. Like it's it gets that's and then you know then you got Big Thirty, which is money bag artist, but that Shysta brother like. You understand me? So I'm 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 sure they're gonna find a way to get that, you know, put that under the rug, but it's just strange to me that right after I show some love, this type shit go out and go on. You know what I mean? I think that shit just kinda that that be kinda crazy to me. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seemed like But it just seemed to me like Kodak is is playing the power game. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I'm finna assert myself. Let y'all know because I'm hearing this shit everywhere I go. So I'm going to let y'all know that, hey, man, this is really me. It's like he trying to assert himself some kind of how. He got out. He trying to put himself. Y'all know what up? I'm big dog. He trying to assert himself. You know, but you ain't got to shit on another nigga to do that. I don't know if he was shitting, but it just seemed like, I don't know, because he really didn't say that, but you know how these fans get. See, all this shit be affected by the internet, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling, like I was telling um on, on the last episode with the Nipsey and Big U thing, shit get affected by this internet. The internet so new, nigga don't know how to really maneuver around all that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's talk about the um, 
let's talk about the the Jay-Z because I've been seeing this float around the internet, so it's important for me to speak on. People been tweeting, not tweeting, but commenting and uh, DMing me about the Jay-Z deal with Moet and the Mo, not not necessarily Moet, but Moet and Title, and the Swiss Beach deal with Thriller. They say uh, they they saying that they 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 think they sellouts. They say they depend on the coach and say let's build this up for us, and then they get it sold. Now there's layers to this, you know. One layout. Of course, congratulations, especially um, the fact that equity is involved with both situations. Swiss and Timberland got some equity for all 43 people. I think people are seeing that in a way where they, they're thinking that they negotiated that outside of their deal. The way it's reading to me is with some of the equity they got, they split it up between those 43 people. That's how it's reading to me. Not that Thriller had anything to do with it. Um, it's how it's, it's reading to me and I could be wrong, but, um, and Jay-Z the same with the title, you know, they said a couple of people got nine million, certain kind of millions out of that, which is cool. That's another two houses or something, you know, big motherfucker that I can sell or whatever, you know, renovate 10 houses with that. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, you know, people speak to them being sellouts. Speak, you know, dude from Power, Tariq from Power, called out Swiss Beast and said, "These dudes are sellouts for selling that company like that." Um, I really don't know how to look at it. You know what I'm saying? I say that business is business, and business is to be done. Um, some kind of way, we all got to participate that business on a high level. You know, I think the access to the information has become scarce and become hoarded at the top um, uh, with the access to some of these conversations. I think they they want you to believe it's wealth based, um, like you got to have a certain amount of millions to talk up here. And I know it's not true. I've been close enough to see that it's not true, you know, Um so I'm worried in that regard. Um, but but when you deal with someone like a Jay-Z and a Timberland, so that really was hard on Timberland to switch the Tyreek dude was because he said versus is for us. You know, and, and people said title was for us. You know, I think it kind of came off as for us when they first cracked it up. You know what I'm saying? But I think... We didn't support it in a way where it could only be for us. So, again, a good coach know when to change the game plan, you know. And um, I think people are more concerned when, when that when that triggers pull, you know, when, when somebody cho- chooses to change the game plan when some people are still only supporting because it was black on Jay-Z or only watching because it was Swiss and Timberland. And to be honest, I think – they sold it right before the world about to open again because they don't really know what to do with it. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I'm sure they got concerts, things like that. I think they're going to have trouble repurposing it or it may 
may be a thing where you can do this same 20 for 20 in 10 states. You know, maybe in the building is a different feeling and, and people will come out and see that. But you got to test that market. I, I think that may be a thing. But I think um, right before the world opened, they're trying to dump that off. You know what I'm saying? I don't get to check why it's at the height of what we can see as far as now. Now, the next phase will be something that they would have to reinvent. It's not going to be the same thing from your phone and still con continue to uh, garner the same attention with the world open. I don't believe so. But shout out to Swiss and Timberland. I've done great business. You know, took care of their business. Handled it like men. You know, and showed the culture that, again, I like when Swiss said, we want to give ownership. We want ownership, but won't give ownership. You understand me? But a lot of the games, Swiss them won't even give access to the information of the audience. You know, and I know they say, well, nobody gave me nothing. And I always tell you, look at Rogan and how he give handoffs. We got to do what the white people is doing, man, to get this way it need to go. You know, I keep telling y'all that people call Jay-Z and, and Master P and all them people from back in the day that done business. Said, well, they contracts were just as bad as the labels where the first we didn't have no information. So the first game we took was copy them. So whatever deal he had me in, put him in that deal. That's our only way I can see to make money. We now need a fresh pair of eyes on things because the system that's in place now has been there for a while. We need some new people that want to, you know, set eyes on it. And, and my up don't mean your down. Which is also need to be understood with giving access to information and audience. You know, vet the people. See what people like. See what they stand for. See what they about. See what they know. See what their morals is. See what they read. See what they felt. But in some kind of way, we got to pass along this information. Because one of us going to be able to open up something. And figure out what a stream is and how to do it on this side. Or figure out how to market in a way that, you know, figure out what it takes to make conversion. What the conversion is on taking you from this platform to that platform, but it still work itself out. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be more. Stand on four more. That's a whole nine. Oh, slows in the floor now. It's over kids. Don't scream that shit. You don't know about it. Little old kid, if you're looking for me in a baby, some hoes crying. I'm like crying, but bitch, I'm a soldier that just some I cannot do. I've been told that I have been slanging into which I know that you like it. Just me and y'all love me outside the drive, but now I'm on fire. Your neck on the bottom of my shoe. They want to kill a nigga, just because I'm speaking the truth. Bitch, I'm just a real nigga. I don't know what else to do. Why? Wow. Let's go. Of his up there podcast with your boy Luna Luciano. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of the fastest growing podcast on the market right now. Currently, um, we're ahead of everybody in regards to independent uh, up and coming podcasts, and we're growing uh, at a substan substantial rate, man. And I just want to thank everybody that's tuned in, uh, whether that be audio and video. My audio numbers are going crazy. I see a lot of people are consuming podcasts, and so if you're here, you're in the right place, and I want to thank you for it. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, and at any point, 
uh, you just you interested in seeing the video version, you head over to FOGFO TV on YouTube, and then that's where you'll be able to find everything associated uh, with the big homie, you know. Um, and if you are looking at the video version of the podcast um, and you want to listen to the audio at some point, you head over to this up there podcast on any platform that you get your podcast and um and you'll be able to you know stay tuned in and support us in that way of course we got merch links in bio um they about deluxe is out doing well i appreciate the people that that's here for the music they, they come from that side of the street and understand that i'm probably your first active hybrid artist uh in this way um, and so, so just welcome, welcome everybody, you know, um, a lot to talk about, you know, we got a bunch of issues we're going to get to, of course, um, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about just understanding what you involved with, <clears throat> you know, in this space, this podcast space being such a new industry, such a new place, such a new, um, environment is rough to really understand what will and what won't right um if i'm not mistaken i think there's a young lady uh that was signed to joe button network that decided to do decided to stop doing the podcast with uh see the thing is um a couple things there and i'm only speaking on this because recently rory went there and said that his passion isn't podcasting and Joe kind of hit on it a little bit. I think responding to some of the criticism that I've put forth with saying that, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta do a podcast with the stuff that you already built, or you gotta do a better job at introducing new content to your audience. You just signed. no, what you do is you you and Joe Budden cut a check. Whoever's responsible for those people cut a check because I'm going to lay out the format that I'm I'm hoping that moving forward you take this because, again, I'm just a new scientist. So yet you, a lot of y'all guys have been in those positions for a long time. So you you ain't got a fresh pair of eyes looking at the paper. I'm a fresh pair of eyes. You see what I'm saying? But what, what you ought to do um, or what you should be doing in order to leverage the audience that you already built, a couple of different things, and I'm going to speak on both. But first, I'll speak on the see the thing is. Um, or not just see the thing is. I apologize because I like those girls on there. I like all the girls really that's associated with the Joe Button Network. My job isn't to criticize any woman about any podcasting or anything dealing with this industry. My job is to understand the information that's being passed down, if any. And so when you hear me speak about things, it's from a standpoint of understanding the move, understanding the landscape, the business tip. I got love for everybody until they disrespect me. You know, um, now when you disrespect me, you're going to think I didn't ever like you. But see, I'm not responsible for what you think. I'm responsible for my you know, my feelings and my, my responses to certain things that, that, that I encounter. So what you feel is not my responsibility on any level. 
And I'm always clear with that. So sometimes I think that may come off as uh, arrogant of some sort or or, or just in, inconsiderate. Um, but I reject that notion because I respect everything around me and I respect everybody and everything until I'm disrespected. You know, and um, I tend to have a good gauge of what it feels like to be respected. Um, and so and so when I feel the other side approaching, then all bets are off. But um, just dealing dealing with, you know, the game and watching uh, some of these moves, like with the Joe Budden and, 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 and him signing these girl podcasts again, what he should be doing is not wasting time putting Rosa there. Shout out to Rosa. She looks great. Uh, fuck with her content, you know. Um, I think she brings a lot to 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 the industry that she's in, right? But that's that's a slide. Or not? Now let me take that back because I don't want to take uh, any opportunity from anybody else. So I take that back. I don't I don't mean to say that. What I mean is, uh, in addition to doing something like that with one of the the uh, pretty young instagram followers or pretty young instagram uh, only fans content makers uh creatives uh you know what i'm saying <laughs> um in uh, in addition to doing that you you need to introduce this new person and not so generic like where it's like we have see the thing is on the phone you know i'm signing like mandy or whoever it may be like you you start introducing them to the audience Call them in. You you put segments into your uh, um, your sheet. You know you put segments where when we talk about this, we're gonna reach out to them and kind of you know introduce them to the audience that way. Let's say uh, 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 something comes up about an Instagram girl or, or women, a woman being uh, having sex or wanting to have sex with multiple people. You may reach out to Mandy. You see what I'm saying? You may say, "Hey man, uh you know, we get we got her on the phone." Of course, you mean you call everybody else. You got to introduce things to these people though. You can't just drop it on the YouTube channel and thank you that's big business. You got to introduce this to the people and so they can say some kind of way, "Oh, I know her. Yeah, nah, I know exactly who that she be calling in. She killed Joe Nim on this or she made a good point on this." You know, and then you drop, hey, you got a podcast. Like, make it more organic. You know, um, and develop somebody, too, in this space. You know, you got to develop people, too. I know everybody say, well, that's one thing I don't understand. We criticize the labels for what they do, but we mimic the labels. You know, we got to develop shit. We can't just... Wait till it's already popping. Like when you look at, let's say you look at the girls, right? Or you look at that situation. All them people got their own thing. A lot of, and it's like if you dealt with Jay Z, you can get another deal somewhere in this in this industry. I don't care if you was it. You know what I mean? They that's how much they just be on Jay. So whatever you done for Jay is gonna provide you a luxury to get another somebody gonna mess with you all on top of being talented like the young lady is. But it just Mandy, she's already in the space, proven, easy to grab her, right? She doesn't need anyone that's helping them actually do anything. If anything, you manu- she's maneuvering her audience here and there. 
She's bringing her little audience. Oh, yeah, I know her. And then people are bringing their audience. But you got to introduce that stuff to your to your um, to your audience. The same way when you're watching in NBA playoff finals, they're going to tell you such and such and up next and run commercials all through that shit to try to get you to bite on this next show. You understand me? I ain't going to just drop it on CBS and that's just that on that. So it's, it's more it's more they got to go into that. Then on top of that, you do got to read the room. The number one show on your platform is all dudes. Why you not developing some other dude podcast? We clearly got a, 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 a we've, we've built a, um, a platform that has a high level of male interaction. And then, and then you got to ask yourself, do you know how rare that is? That's when you go holler at a Manscaped and a Blue Chew or a, 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 a Viagra. Whoever you want to holler at, you go holler at these people to go and get some chicks. Because, man, evidently we got a lot of guys watching. But then that's when you get you another guy podcast. But for some reason, we have an issue in this space. The people that is in positions of power, we don't, number one, we don't develop anything. And then number two, it's like the male energy throws us off. We don't want to deal with the male energy, you know, um, you know, but, but there's just some game, giving some game out to them. But I think the young lady left the podcast and um, I think. When he went and signed the homie, Karen Silver and the other other beloved, is it, it was I think it kind of stepped on their feet. It kind of stepped on their feet, right? I think it kind of put her in a situation because if you noticed. And again, this is Joe being in a new space. He really don't know how to do it. And he just want to make it look good. And, you know, and, and trick him. It's trickery. He high level of trickery. You know what I'm saying? One thing he do got is a high level of trickery. So um, he don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Some Certain things is uh, in the structure space, right? Like like when you sign, they, they send you a champagne and you start getting care packages and just little things welcome aboard signed by the ceo and this and that you know people there's just regular things just happen if you got somebody in position running your business just just kind of knows the old structure just the structure of business because you want to be able to always say you welcomed them well i sent them a such and such and you know what i'm saying when Again, it's just game. It's just game. Preparing for the worst, but hoping for the best, you know. Um, but I think when they sign Karen Silverman, because she's a big wig, she's a big fish, right? So when you sign somebody like that, and we fresh in, it almost comes off. Uh, it, it feels funny, you know what I'm saying? It can almost come off as uh, you didn't get the look you wanted with us. Because you've yet to you've yet to double up on what you got, because evidently you feel like that's enough. We got the men thing on lock, but you double right up on top of us in six weeks. 
Eight, ten weeks, I don't know what it was, however many weeks it was, though, you double right back on top of us. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, is we not doing what he thinking we need to do so he went and doubled back? Or was it an understanding now that, hey, I'm finna start grabbing a bunch of girl stuff as I try to build a girl audience? I think when you're trying to make money, which, you know, evidently he is, all this negotiating and that Spotify won't get equity and all that, so... When you when you when you when you want to build something like that, I just think you gotta. I just think some kind of way, man. You gotta serve the people you got there. You know, you supposed to double back with some kind of guy thing, some kind of male podcast or or male dominant. Put you one of them girls in there with a male. That's what I'm saying. Y'all just need some help up there. Y'all don't really know what's going on. Everybody making money, but you you're not advancing anything. Like the Patreon, it was really like, you know, to me, and not to downplay it, because it's a big deal. I wanna I wanna first say that. It's a big deal for, for him and for us and for podcasters and rap type podcasters, but it's a it's a it's a recycled concept. It's a recycled concept. You see what I'm saying? It's a recycled concept. They been doing this. You just was able to get some money from the CEO guy, which is a great play. But this is a recycled concept. This ain't something that Joe Budden came up with. And not to downplay him, because again, this is a thing that I'm paying attention to. But I think when you're trying to build something, you got to read the room and have enough. You got to serve the men that's there. You got a guy-led podcast. It's a, some women watching, but most of them trying to get some money out of one of y'all. But I'm talking about some kind of way you got to read the room. If I got a bunch of girls here, I don't, I, you know, I got to know what they into and get them right. You got a bunch of guys on your platform, but you keep signing girl podcasts. It's just counterintuitive. You know what I'm saying? It's counterintuitive, man. So, um, just thinking about that. You know what I mean? Let me see. Um, but I think the young lady left, man, just because she was feeling like, man, things ain't it ain't coming off right. It ain't feeling like it's supposed to be feeling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I also want to um, call this, too. I think DJ Academics is setting up a situation where he can have a podcast with Takashi. I actually called this about six, eight, about eight months ago. I called this. I said, Academics going to try, when, 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 especially when everyday, everyday struggle ended, I said, he going to try to get Takashi to do a podcast. But, I, you know, um, I, I don't know, man. I I don't know how that'll work, you know, um, because when you go into business with Takashi, it may slow your insight down. You know, when you stand in, when when you go in business and do a podcast, who's to say NBA young boy want to still talk to academics every day or sometime? Who's to say you know Lil Uzi want to talk to him all the time? You know what I'm saying? Because now you've You've actually started doing business with somebody that it's in your interest to share details with them. You know what I'm saying about things that I may tell you in confidence. I know for a certain amount of time you may be able to keep it split off. But the more and more, at some point, 
what you know he would know, man. You know, y'all sitting down giving dialogue all day, so it may start to interrupt things on this side. But your idea may be to get popping on the podcast side and say, let this let this fall back a little bit. I don't know, but it kind of feel like at some point he's going to go from interviewing Takashi to Takashi is going to end up being a co-host on some kind of situation he got going on. You know, sometimes I hear their conversations um Cause you know, again, I watch Act Two, cause he's he, he, you know, he's he's a big dog in this space. You know, when you deal with Twitch and you deal with YouTube and numbers and things like that, he's made a living uh, um, off this space. So it's important to pay attention to him too. Um, but I hear that conversation sometimes, and I just sometimes a New York nigga got a different way of looking at things than we do. You know, so they remember little facts and little tidbits that we don't remember, even like with academics. So I hear them talk about 50 Cent or I be forgetting certain little things. And, you know, my view was from the South, uh, even though I understand the game. So I may have a little more insight than, you know, just a casual fan. But but if you're from the South, your view of 50 was from the South. You know what I'm saying? So the niggas up north remember when he, man, when he signed MOP, now I'm saying this a you know, and so it, sometimes it's interesting to hear Act and, and look, you know, Act in particular go down those roads where he kind of remembers certain things. But Act, Act is privileged to talk to certain people um, that I think if he go in business with Takashi, it stops that or it slows that down. Um, you know, and, and if he's not careful, they'll erase him from history. They'll let him make a living. You don't have any kids to pass it down to just yet. You know, so once you, you know, if something ever happens to you, your shit dies. You got some friends, but it's going to take their interest. It ain't going to be something you pass down. So it'll be, you know, kind of washed down. And, um, you, you know, like I said, you need to start appearing in some Netflix shows and some TV. Some things going to be around and, you know, be sold for a long time. Because these YouTube views ain't really, we don't really know what that is. You know, we don't know. It's been having a good run, but we really just don't know. You know, just like with the um just like with the um NBA young boy, you know, recently act has came out and, and kinda um how can I put this in setting up his podcast that he's about to start, he's starting to kind of let you get in inside, inside stories, right? I think that's what's going to kind of be his niche in the game is come listen to me for your inside story. That's why I said if you if you link that with Takashi, I'm not sure if they're going to allow you to still get inside stories. Now, he, he may be in a place where he's talking to managers and people in crews right so i don't know his formula for getting the information so but but i do think that um takashi is radioactive in that space in any space you know are you gonna get sponsors to like how's that gonna work out you see what i'm saying but uh he released a few things about nba young boy not wanting to do a song with little baby and nba young boy making j cole wait for eight hours and then he didn't come to the studio <clears throat> now, I think J. Cole 
just these rappers understand that NBA Young Boys is hot. You know, when you hot like that, when you in a position to make people a lot of money. Excuse me. And what I mean is with your streams. You see what I'm saying? They know the young niggas coming to listen to this. You know what I mean? Me and you going to probably go platinum pretty quick or gold pretty quickly. And you're going to have a young, whole bunch of young fans coming to listen to this. You know what I mean? So that's driving people to try to link with the dude. You you see a Nicki Minaj next to him to tap in with that. Now, they I ain't saying they don't got love for him, but it's business there, too. You see people link up with him to try to tap into that that young wave. You know what I'm saying? And um, waiting eight hours, it just it, it reads it reads funny. You know what I'm saying? It sounds crazy. Um, I can believe it though. I don't know just sitting there twirling his thumbs like where's your? He's probably working and. You know what I'm saying? In there doing shit. Maybe somebody's mixing. Of course, a studio for, for somebody that's multi-platinum is a different kind of studio. It's not a bad time now. It's not a place where, you know, you hate to be. I'm probably going to be here anyway, you know, but we is expecting him to come through. But if a nigga going through something, man, a nigga supposed to be able to tell you that, come, man, we might get in here and I, you say the wrong thing and a nigga flash out on you. And then now you remember me being that type of nigga when it was really I was on going through some other shit. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's something to think about. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think J. Cole was just sitting there doing nothing, waiting on NBA Young Boy. I do think he waited, though. They're going to wait on that young dude, man. The young dude, the young dude making, hey, making them folk come listen. Them folks clicking on that. Boy, I think he's number one on YouTube and been there for a long time. So them folks, them folks listening. Them folks is, they on top of And I also wanted to say this here about Suge Knight. Suge Knight done. Suge Knight responsible for a lot of real guys, man, on that West Coast, man. When we look at the lineage of Suge Knight, because every time I hear somebody that is held in high regard come about the West Coast in the entertainment industry, a lot of them names got Suge somewhere on it. Yeah, nah, I was working with Suge. And no, 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 I was fucking with Suge. It's like... Suge was going down to the hood getting the real. It's like Suge was tapped in with the real. We might have to look at that, man. We might have to look at really what Suge stand in regards to really messing with the streets. Like putting a, putting you in position to try to get you something. Somebody that really may be looked at as dangerous. But really putting them in a position to not be scared of them and try to help them change that. We really might got to look at Suge again. Suge might be up there. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of people made a lot of money for themselves. I'm going to stop I'm gonna stop putting them dudes that made a lot of money for themselves and, uh, and a bunch of people around them ain't make no lot of money. I'm going to stop putting them at number one in regards to my anything. Because as I excel and as I understand, I, I understand that the money is in the information. 
And for you to have all the money, what that tells me is you're not sharing any other information. Or you got people around you that's dumb and stupid. You know? And so how smart are you to have a bunch of dumb and stupid people around you now? Maybe that may be the... Maybe that may be a trick that I ain't up on yet, but some is just you know what I'm saying. I just think um we may got to revisit what we put sugar at in regards to touching the streets with opportunity of some sort with this game, with this entertainment industry game. You know what I mean? Um, and we got PP doing a lot for itself too. With the, he going clothes and noodles and 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 pancakes and. You know, he doing all kind of stuff, but we got to sit down, man, and get some of that information out to these folk. Because it's somebody out there, and it may be me, it may be somebody, but there's some people out there that can take what the information y'all got now, y'all stuck with, and make another billion dollars off it. You know what I'm saying? And not saying you stuck everywhere in your life, but you you may be missing something that's right in your face. I don't give a damn how good a boxer is. He got a trainer. I don't give a damn how good a boxer is. After each round, he come and holler at somebody that ain't the dude ain't shaped like him. He don't look like him. He ain't as strong as him, but he understand what he looking at. So sometimes you got to tag somebody in and understand what they looking at, man. And it may make all us make more money. You see what I'm saying? Because, um... When I look at things, I just understand where it can where it can lead. You know what I mean? I understand where it can lead. Um, but we may gotta look at sure. We got your big U's, your whack one hunters, your snoops, your pox, your drays. Your we may gotta look at we ain't gotta, <laughs> hey. When we talk about moguls, we may gotta look at Suge Knight for real serious, man. That's I, I'm just not thinking about that. So I'm, I may gotta. May got to do a little bit more research on that. Because that's, that's really real right there. I re- so, I, I seen this too. Lady Gaga. So, Lady Gaga offered 500 racks. Uh, Lady Gaga offered 500 racks for a dog's back. So, for those of you that don't know, Lady Gaga's dog walker. I think that's what he was. I mean, it sounds a little... You know, I ain't having enough money where that comes off. It's just cool. Just, hey, this is my dog walker. It almost sounds like that out of, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know, but I think that's what his position was. Not sure if he died or not. If he did, man, you know, uh, prayers to the family. You know what I'm saying? But uh, her, her, the guy that walks her dogs or walking her dogs and some people jumped out and I think gunned him down, shot him a couple of times or something. And stole her dogs. Now, this is where it gets slippery. So they go. And they steal her dogs, right? The dogs gone. You know, in time somebody gets shot and some dogs involved. We really don't give the dogs back. You may got a Bluetooth thing on the dog. He may know where I'm at. Them dogs is gone. They not nowhere near me, but. She offer 500 racks. So I'm knowing when y'all for 500 racks, you probably going to get what that is brought back. You got to just kind of weigh it up. Because whoever's doing the stealing or robbing or whatever, they broke. You understand me? It ain't usually, 
It ain't no rich person or people, somebody with some money that's really out there stealing or, you know, jump out on somebody's walking some dogs and, you know what I'm saying, it, it usually lame, but we don't know, right? But when you put 500 racks on the street, you going to give, I, you put 500 racks on the street, you going to get back whatever that is you asking for. So she put the 500 racks out, boom, the dogs come up out of nowhere. Some lady bring the dogs to the spot looking to cash in. But they hit her with the flea flicker 52 fake out. They told her, well, hold up before you get paid. We got to make sure you ain't got nothing to do with it. Man, hold up. Y'all just said get the dogs back and it's 500K. It could have been the people that shot dude. Man, if we bring the dogs back and turn ourselves in, we supposed to get paid. That's how I'm looking at it. But they hit her with the flea flicker. Man, we got to make sure you ain't got nothing to do with it. And then Lady Gaga come out and say, well, we we willing to get a 500000 Man, y'all should have gave it, in my opinion. But I know that trick. I ran that trick before. I was I was somewhere, a parking lot or something, and my, one of my phones fell out. I pulls off and notice, man, my phone gone. I called somebody answered. No, they didn't. I called it. I called it. And nobody answered. But but I can tell somebody hidden ignore. So boom. It kick in, right? I go to I go to yeah, how we gonna do this? We gotta maneuver somebody got this motherfucker. And it's my money phone. So nigga, I hit a text. I got one K for the I got one K for the phone back right now. Took a picture of the money and put my other phone right there where it was the date. I got one K for the phone back. They text back. So they hit back and holla. Bit. I called instantly. Nah, they text back. Where are you? Some they text back, but I instantly called. What's up, man? What's up? I got 1K for the phone, but I ain't do no talking, man. Where you at? How you doing? How you finding? Where you? Instantly told him I got 1,000 for the phone back. Where you at, man? That's my f- I need that phone bad. He said, pull right back up to the Kroger. I pulled back down there right now. So I instantly turn around. I'm headed up to the Kroger. I get there. Boom. He pull up. I'm like, where you at? I'm standing out right now. I was like, show me the phone. He showed me the phone. He gave it to him. I told him, man, I'm not paying you nothing, man. Hell is you think this is? Man, I'm not paying you nothing for giving me my shit back. Man, I'm not paying you nothing, man. You need to take it however you want to take that. Now, did we need to get what we doing right quick? I'm finna go. But I'm not paying you for my shit back, man. You were finna steal. But I'm knowing if it's something that was really, man, I was broke then. Not super broke, but not able to give a nigga 1k for something back you know what i'm saying if you having real money and whatever that is means something to you give somebody something for it but at this time i didn't have the leisure i didn't have the leg room nigga fuck you mean about a thousand about that phone and that's my phone so i push up on the nigga man like i'm finna pay him and take the phone ain't no man i'ma holler at you about that you good I'm finna go. Yeah, you don't get nothing. And he had to take that for what it worth. What, you gonna die about my phone? 
You see what I'm saying? Something need to happen to you about my phone. That ain't your phone. So whatever. But um, I, I hope they ain't pulled that on that lady, man. And um, I also hope she didn't have nothing to do with it. You know, sad situation. You know what I mean? But um, but I done pulled the 52 fake out myself. And so maybe I'm just projecting. Yeah, maybe I'm just projecting, man. So. Next week, I'm going to get into how you pass a law and name it after a woman, but you didn't arrest the people that killed her. Yeah, i get into that next week. It's up there, podcast. i get into that next week. I always tell dudes, be careful what you say on these podcasts, especially when dealing with your children. You know, i seen what Freddie Gibbs' wife now has all of a sudden, and they could they could have been beefing, who knows. But post that file some sort of divorce or file for custody with a restraining order or something. But what happens is they get something like that in in place. See, they they the lawyer done taught them to play the paperwork game. See, the worst thing you can do is have a woman that that's dealing with you, but have an out outside influence on her decision of a real serious situation. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's going to cost both of us ultimately time and money when we can should be able to handle this like adults. Um, but they file some sort of paperwork, right? So you file a restraining order, some kind of paperwork where you can tell the other judge. Well, judge, I have a a restraining order on him as we speak. You know, this, that, and the third. You, you're able to get that off. And it looks away uh, in court, with the, again, with the paperwork being in the right place. So... Um, I always say watch what you say on these podcasts Because if you listen to him on Joe Rogan podcast He said some things in which I would imagine he was joking You know, but he said some things in regards to the kids Or they, you know, fuck that or this, It's just some, some things that I took as jokes Um, But just like I tell y'all When the feds are doing an investigation And you mad because look Juan J or whatever his name is Ain't paid you your money, right? He owe you a little something. They ain't caught you selling no drugs yet, but he owe you a little something. And you call your other friend and you tell him, man, I ought to smoke that little, little dude, man. That dude owe me some money. He ain't paid me, man. I kill that little about that money, man. Who he think he playing with? They put that down as conspiracy to commit murder. Now, hopefully your job, your, your lawyer's job is to get in there and comb through that. But who says the jury don't understand that you just may say something they take so serious um, passively, you know, because the culture revolves around violence in a lot of areas, you know. So when you say something on these podcasts or you say something in public like that, they're able to put that into a mo into a court document, man. And it don't read the same way it sound when you say it. When you playing on a podcast and, and it's a two and a half hour long podcast and they take 10 seconds of it, it don't read the same as, as you hear when you say it listening to that three hour conversation. So understanding that is just, it's just uh, instrumental, man. You know, and uh, I hate to see that for dude, but like I say, 
understanding what you're involved in is instrumental in, in, in excelling, man. And so it's important for all of us to always keep our best foot forward, our eyes on our own paper, man, and, and just keep on pushing. You know what I mean? Oh, Quando Rondo. I didn't talk about that. For those of you that don't know, Quando uh, Rondo was in the news um, for uh, allegedly calling Big U, you know, and Big U declined the call. Um, and the internet got set on fire, you know, said that um, he's trying to align himself with people for for support and for, for protection. And I'm sure Quando understands how I can feel a way. You reach out to a dude, you know, after one of the most traumatic things happen uh, on behalf of, of something that, you know, you've admittedly now came out and said you didn't know it was no pressure. And, and I get that. Um, but you've been involved in something, man, that, that puts a puts a target on your back, right? And so now you reach out to me. So then Quando came out and said, man, well, I ain't reach out to him by no protection. You know what I'm saying? I reached out to try to give back and do something for the kids and this and that. You know, you could do that. You can do that. Just send the money. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do something for the kids. Go on, send the money. Just send the bread through and then tell them, hey, that's, tell big homie that's for the kids. If why we got to talk, like why you got to directly talk to me if it's about to kid, just send the bread. Yeah, just send the money. Just get whatever you're going to send, put it on somebody's cash up close to me. Hey, man, that's 15000 for the kids, man. Just do something for the kids with that. Why we got to talk? You know, that's why I can come off as a way. But he came back out and said, man, I, I, I don't feel nobody. You know, and um, I didn't try to get protection, man. And if I was looking for protection, man, you know, I'm having a little motion. I just get security. Um, the game is normalized security, you know. Self-preservation is the first law of survival. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes to survive um, is, 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 is what I would, would exhibit. You know what I'm saying? So, um. You know, I don't think it's it's necessarily a bad thing to have security when you when you're dealing with a certain amount of money. I'm not sure what Quando has, so I'm moving the conversation off of him in that with that statement. But let's live there for a minute with the big you and the, and, and him saying that he didn't reach out for support. But you do understand how it can come off that way, right? As I as I said, you haven't. Um, it's not like you have reached out to me before. And why we got to talk? You giving money to the kids, send the money. You know what I mean? Sometimes niggas don't even want to talk. You got cert certain moguls sending money places. They don't even want to have a conversation about it. That's how I would do you want to talk to me? You could, Do you want what you need, a picture or something? Or what we doing? You know what I'm saying? So, again, man, like I said, I ain't got nothing. You know, I don't have nothing to do with it either way. But I just, again, my job is to, is to peak game. And, you know, with this platform. So, that's, that's something I'm going to continue to do, man. So, it's another episode. You know, we thank y'all for watching and tuning in. 
Um, if you listen to this point, man, you know you're part of the family. And share, like, share, subscribe, FOGFO TV on YouTube. It's up there, podcast, anywhere you get podcasts. Dead Ball Deluxe is streaming everywhere right now. Going crazy. I'm talking about going crazy, crazy. So I thank everybody that's been holding us down, man. See y'all next week. Go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.